Hey there, friends of Holy Shenanigans Podcast. I'm thrilled to share that I'll be recording live from the Wild Goose Festival this July 11 through 14. Wild Goose Festival is a transformational community grounded in faith-inspired social justice. It's a one-of-a-kind gathering that brings together activists, artists, and seekers from all walks of life to explore justice and art, spirituality, and community. The festival will take place at Van Hoy Farms in Union Grove, North Carolina, and I'd love for you to join me there. From engaging workshops to inspired panels and interactive experiences, Wild Goose has something for everyone. So mark your calendars and let's be part of this incredible community that is committed to making a positive impact in the world. For more information, visit www. WildGooseFestival.org. As one of my followers, use a discount code A-TLE24. That's A-TLE24. And you'll get $50 off the price of an adult weekend ticket. We will see you there at the Wild Goose Festival to connect, to build community, and to work for social justice. for Holy Shenanigans. What's Holy Shenanigans, you might ask? Holy Shenanigans is part Bible story, part personal story, and part poetry or prose. It's a weekly podcast that is always sacred, but never stuffy. In this week's episode, we hear a story about embracing the weird, wasabi, and a new poem called Roy G. Biv. In this week's Bible lesson from John 17, we find a monologue from Jesus. He speaks of his concern for his followers. He speaks of the ways he tries to teach them and to care for them. And he asks God to protect them when he can't physically be with them. He speaks of how his followers are set apart or sanctified for a unique purpose. According to Webster's Dictionary, sanctified is defined as set apart, and or to declare holy, to consecrate. And to take this a step further, consecrate is defined as to make or to declare something sacred. In very simple terms, this message from John 17 is a reminder that the followers of Jesus are weird. Wait a minute. Just a moment ago, I defined followers of Jesus as sanctified and sacred. Yes, yes, I did. But to this point of being set apart, for followers of Jesus, this idea of being sanctified means that their purpose in life is different, and for lack of a better word, is weird. The idea I want to lift up in this week's episode is the concept of sanctified weirdness being a gift. Yes, friends, weird is good. This quote attributed to Jacob Norby helps to explain this idea clearly. Blessed are the weird people, poets, misfits, writers, mystics, painters, troubadours, for they teach us to see the world through different eyes. 
If you aren't yet convinced that weird is good, stick around for a story about weirdness, wasabi, and today's poem, Roy G. Biv. It probably doesn't come to any surprise that I've been called or described as weird from time to time. In fact, there was a time in my work as a pastor in a church of long past that a person walked up to me before worship on a Sunday morning. They obviously and visually dissected my attire of clerics in a colorful jumpsuit and came up to me and about two inches from my face said, you are weird. Well, good morning to you too. This, you see, was not my first rodeo with this kind of experience. So I said as calmly and coolly as I could, I know your intention was to make me feel bad, and that behavior needs to change. But as for the comment of being weird, I take it as a compliment. I curtsied, spun around in my colorful jumpsuit, and headed to the altar to start worship. Over my shoulder, I yelled, Thanks so much for the compliment. Hope you have a wonderful time in worship today. The person stood in the aisle in the middle of the church, quiet and dumbfounded, and slowly returned to a seat. The truth is that we all are a little weird. We all have things about us that make us unique, that set apart, that exemplify the sacred and sanctified, made in the image of Godness of all people. My curt comment to my critic had come after a long season of them attempting to dim my particular brand of weird. In my heart, I wished for them to be free to be their own kind of wonderful weird self. But claiming our weirdness can be hard. We need encouragement and space to learn who we are. I believe God calls us to live fully and richly into our weirdness. Remember, weird is good. A friend recently said to me, God wants us to live fully as we are created to be, to be unique, to be loving, to be free. In their own words, they affirmed that weird is a gift. When I was in the process of being interviewed for my very first call as an ordained pastor, I had to do an off-site worship service as part of a very long interview process. In that service, I was to lead communion, but I needed to bring some gluten-free wafers as the church that was hosting didn't have any on hand. So I went shopping and picked up two boxes of rice crackers, one for home and one for worship. After eight years of education, two internships, and many, many seminary and candidacy challenges— I was finally at an interview for a call. This was all I had worked for. This was it. If I made it through this, I might actually achieve my goal of becoming a pastor. And aside here, as part of the process of becoming a pastor, there are a multitude of interviews. In these interviews, leaders are looking for the motives and intentions of those in the process to become pastors. This process is hard, but a needed and necessary part of vetting people to be put in a place of care for people and their spiritual needs. In the last interview, at the very end of this process, I was asked this question. Are you called to be a pastor or are you called 
to be an artist. The question stopped me in my tracks. It was like all of those you-are-weird confrontations of my life summed up in one sentence. You don't fit here, and you don't fit there. Or at least, that's what my brain was telling me in the moment. But I did not flinch. Even though I knew it could mean the end of my process if I answered in a way that was, well, weird, I said, I am called to be both. I am a pastor, and I am an artist, just as God made me to be. At this point, the interview ended. You see, weird is a gift. And so in all of my weirdness, I went to the off-site interview, gluten-free crackers in my bag, PowerPoint of sermon slides at the ready. It was time for Team Weird to lead worship. Everything was running smoothly. The PowerPoint slides worked, the sermon went well, and I headed to the altar for communion. Before worship, I had asked one of the helpers to put some gluten-free wafers on a plate for me and for anyone else that might need one. I sang and I spoke the communion litany, and I said, The body of Christ given for you. And I ate my rice cracker. It was not just any rice cracker. It was a wasabi-flavored rice cracker. I had accidentally put the wrong crackers in my bag that morning. And let me tell you, it was weird. It was shocking, to say the least this spicy cracker that I expected to be dull and plain. But dull and plain it wasn't. And then I had to drink red wine on top of it. It turns out that day that the weirdness of the wasabi gluten wafer was not just limited to me. As people came forward, I prayed that no one else would need that gluten-free wafer. But a visitor who needed one did. What was I going to do? I looked the person requesting a gluten-free wafer in the eye. I leaned forward and did a stage whisper. I just need to let you know, these are spicy. I grabbed the wrong box of crackers this morning. And I kept trying to explain away the weird and said, the body of Christ given for you. The person smiled and leaned forward. No worries. I love wasabi. To my shock and awe, I had witnessed a miracle. Someone else saw the weirdness of the moment and affirmed it. Wasabi is good. Everyone is their own kind of weird. Weird is good. Teddy Roosevelt is quoted as saying, Comparison is the thief of joy. There are lots and lots of ways comparison can trap us in discouragement or trick us into being less of who we are. This week's question is to ask you this. What kind of weird are you? Remember that definition from before? Blessed are the weird people, poets, misfits, writers, mystics, painters, troubadours, for they teach us to see the world through different eyes. This world needs the influence and impact of wonderful, weird, and sacred people. I am one of those weirdos, and so are you. You are weird, and beloved, and sacred. How will you live your beloved weirdness out loud?
When someone aggressively accuses you of your weirdness, I hope these words inspire you to say, oh, thank you, I love your weirdness too, and dance away more empowered to fully, completely, and weirdly be you, boo. This week's poem comes from some inspiration from a Discovered Poetry Contest sponsored by Vocal and Moleskin for Vocal members. They ask poets of all kinds to express their pride in the diverse, amazing pieces of themselves and submit a poem about something that makes them unique. They say, we want poetry to be inspired by the idea of color, however you choose to interpret it. The link to this contest will be in the show notes, and all submissions to Vocal are due by May 16th, 2021. The poem I share with you this week is the poem that I wrote for this contest. Admittedly, it's childlike in approach. I can see these words embellishing the pages of a children's book. Hey, that might be a really good idea. The writing and sharing of this poem is an attempt to nurture my own sense of creative freedom. I wrote this poem to be vulnerable to my own kind of weirdness. It's my hope that as I read it to you, that you'll be encouraged to embrace and encourage your own kind of weird, too. Remember, dear hearts, weird is good. So here's a poem for Team Weird called Roy G. Biv. Roy G. Biv, Roy G. Biv, all the colors of life you give. Red and apples, sunrise and lipstick, true. Orange for citrus and pencils, too. Yellow for sunlight that sweetens the soul. Green for the grass tickling between my toes. Blue for the sky that says, hey you, look up. Indigo purples ripple and echo, saying, you are enough. Violet for grapes and evening fireflies that dance. At the end of the day, Roy G. Biv tucks me in to say, it's time for rest. It's time for dreams, where Roy G. Biv flows in an endless stream. This day is over. Your work is now done. As for tomorrow, Roy G. Biv waits for another rainbow of fun. Roy G. Biv, Roy G. Biv, all the colors of life you give. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. Dream. Live. B. Thank you for joining me for Holy Shenanigans. To surprise, encourage, redirect, and sometimes turn life upside down, all in the name of love. You're always invited to join me for this unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy. A blessing to the weird people, the poets, the misfits, the writers, mystics, painters, troubadours, or whatever kind of wonderful weird you are, because the weird people, they teach the world to see things differently. May we learn and proclaim that weird is good, and that each and every one of us in our own kind of weird is sacred.